This episode of Keep Classical Weird is brought to you by Rose City Music Academy, offering private and group music lessons in the greater Portland and Beaverton area. Highly qualified teachers create a fun and thriving environment. No matter your age, find your next inspiration at rosecitymusicacademy.com. Well, hello there, friends. It is time for a shout out to my new patrons. Patricia, your official hello comes in the form of a fanfare, a holiday-specific fanfare, performed by yours truly. And Josh, your shout out is a little more influenced by the mm, modern era. Would you like a shout out as well as access to upcoming Casey Does Classical episodes and bonus podcast content? Head on over to patreon.com slash keep classical weird. Or if you'd like a way to support the show with some cool swag, we've got some nice selections at our shop. The website address is putsy, but the shop is so worth it. Keep hyphen classical hyphen weird dot my shopify.com. As always, thank you so much to my patrons and friends for your very generous support. Welcome, friends, to episode 66 of Keep Classical Weird. I am your host, Casey Bozell, and today's episode is in our Not Dead Composer series with London-based composer Anting Sheng. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Anting before we start, because I immediately adored her energy and passion for what she does. Anting is from Taiwan and has experienced a journey in her career taking her through multiple disciplines. She started as a chemistry major and all over the world. We talked about how sometimes you can try to put yourself in the right place, the right time, and with the right discipline, or even the right person, and it still doesn't seem like the correct fit. An Ting has managed to carve out her own special place in the world of classical music, which is both admirable and exciting to watch, and I have become a fan of her music. Last July, she released her first album of her own compositions, entitled Songs from My Room, the songs came about from the pandemic, and I have to say, this is the sort of silver lining stuff that we as the art community can offer to our own communities. Did we all go through a collective trauma with this pandemic? Absolutely. But localized and globalized traumas, historically speaking, have eventually given way to new, inspired, and beautiful art. If you're a Patreon subscriber, you'll be able to hear some bonus content about her new upcoming project. It involves electronic music, birds, and breakdancing, and I can almost guarantee that it's not anything you could possibly guess. So if her music intrigues you, consider bopping over to Patreon to hear more about it. Songs from My Room is available now on all digital platforms. And to get us started, here is a short clip from her track, Hoxton Street. Hi, Casey. I'm Anting, and 
So in terms of like identify of myself, I'm a, I always say I'm a concert pianist, composer, and theater director as well. So I mean, it's within this category, but I'm just saying me as an artist. Yeah. So that's a, that's kind of like all my background because I am just like I mean, always for when I was like in undergraduate, I wasn't like studying in music. I was like a chemistry major and theater minor actually, and then theater. Directing become one of my important part, but then afterwards I went to Royal Academy Music in London to do piano solo, and so I become a pianist, and then I did a PhD as well, like in piano. So like I have a so I have a proper piano training since then. But then few years ago I kind of like a, just just turn away again and just become start composing, and I feel composer is like a just like a, my passion in music. So I feel like a pianist, like composer is very important, and also I I still direct. Like a place and then integrate music with theater projects. So, yeah, sorry, it's quite a lot of like different hats I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay, so let, can we can we recap what just happened here? So, like, so you started chemistry. Do you have a chemistry degree, or you just started as a chemistry major? Yes, I have. A, I have a chemistry bachelor. I am bachelor's in science degree. Yes. Oh my gosh! So chemistry major, theater minor. Yes. Then moved forward to piano. I'm sorry, piano performance. Yes. Okay. And then, um, oh my gosh! And then now, then you went through that. Oh, and and uh, continually, you're involved in the theater, and you're composing, and you're integrating these things together. Exactly. Yes. So that's kind of like yeah. So I mean, I started composing a little bit later on, just like a, since few years. And there's a like a quite a big story there when I started composing. That's actually changed my my life changing kind of experience. But that's so few years ago I started composing as well. So that's that's how、uh, whole thing. I feel I'm a little bit quite more settled as、uh, what I like to do and my passion in life. So yes, I'm very happy about those hats. <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. Okay, well, let's jump right into that.、Um, so, this because you mentioned composer is one of the primary titles that you that you use for yourself now. So, what、yes. what happened to throw you in the world of composing? Yes. So, I mean, I think like four or five years ago, I went to a musician in residence in Banff Center for Arts and Creativity. Do you know that?、Mm-hmm. So it's a really yeah, amazing, wonderful, and for me particularly like life changing experience. I mean, after that, I started composing and also got divorced. So it's really like life changing experience. So basically, after my like, I was like heroic in music, like doing like piano performance. So I just finished at that time. I just finished PhD, and I always feel a little bit unsatisfied with with like a conservatory. I I mean, I absolutely love. Classical music is not like I don't love it. I I absolutely love it. But and then I work a lot like with theater people. So since I I did kind of like a, a creating a new kind of genre of performance by combining concert with theater. So that's kind of like what I did for um in my twenties. So like, but I always use classical music, and I thought just like feel, I always feel like a, I mean I might offend a lot of people by saying that, but I always just feel. Like a、uh, musicians, like in the conservatory, they are not very creative. It's just not. Like, I mean, I feel theater people are more creative. <laughs> so I just, I, I just have this feeling come back of just not feeling so 
belonging kind of like in the just a conservatoire kind of like a royal, I was in royal music and there are a lot of like musicians and then just like we are playing Chopin's music, Bach's music. I remember like uh, sometimes like the comments is like your Chopin is not Chopin enough. So I have no idea what it means in a way. So kind of or your Bach is not Bach enough. So yeah, wow. I mean, I kind of like got all of that way kind of like by playing my style. But then when I was in Banff, we were thrown together by with like all the different type of musicians, including like a uh, rock musicians, like uh, jazz musicians, electronic musicians, and I suddenly feel and everybody can compose there, just like like uh, like uh, just improvise and compose together. So I suddenly just feel, oh my god, I I thought musicians are not creative, but it's because I was in look like a classical kind of like a conservatoire, and then once I'm in that kind of field, and suddenly started feel. It just—it's really incredibly creative, and I feel just—I—I I mean, the, the thing about me is like I am—I'm a hundred percent musician. Just like I mean, everything—I—I I, I can't actually see very well. I mean, I can see okay, but my my visual is not very strong. So everything's kind of like really, really audio-based kind of like person. So just I finally feel just like when I am when I was there, and then just I grab everything together, and yeah, and, and then I started to question, I mean, at that point, just I think conservatoire education is a little bit problematic, because we are always hanging around kind of like with just classical musicians. And even kind of like jazz department is like really, really far away in a way. <laughs> so it's like a, it's almost like a different world, like a jazz department. It is. Yes, that's that's what what that's what happened in conservatoire. I just feel like in different world. I'm so glad you brought that up because I feel like that happens a lot in classical music. Is that we're you know we enter the conservatory and we're taught like play it this way, play it this way, play it this way. And then, you know, the, the conservatories are there to, like, bring in the new students and to teach them that and then just to, like, churn out the the classical students. And it's the people who are able to, like, really think back and be like, okay, but wait, why did I do this in the first place? And what was, like, my my love of it, my creative impetus? And those are the people who end up kind of bringing the field forward and creating something new. Um, and who are able to fight against that stigma of classical music being stagnant and and not creative, like you're saying. I'm glad you brought that forward because that's a problem with within the genre fully. And that's and it's it's rarer, it's a lot rarer to break out of it than to just kind of like let your tires sit in the ruts of the road and keep going forward. So I'm so glad you brought that up. So, um, so you so you had this experience at at Banff, and then what happened after that? So after that is kind of like I I I start I basically started my first like uh, I mean I I composed very very early on when I was like twelve thirteen even when I was five I started composing but ser- seriously kind of after the proper classical music uh, education I stopped composing because I think I just think I I'm not as amazing as Chopin and so kind of like, it's kind of a weird idea in the conservatory so like uh, so oh, okay uh, yeah so and then but when I was in Banff and then I started and then people. Other, it's not like kind of like a, we don't appreciate classical music because like people in Banff, they highly, like every different genre of like musician, they highly appreciate classical music. It's just like a, in light of environment, I started to just really compose the music and I share to the fellow musicians 
in that place. And that, that was really, really incredible experience and just, just very, very inspiring. So then, so after that kind of, I was like learning jazz. I was learning electronic. I was learning rock, like with other musicians. And we were just like a drink until really, really late. And then, then kind of like going to start improvising together. That, that was just like amazing thing. What I didn't do at a rock and music. So like and then so that was that was incredible. So afterwards I I kind of like I started composing and I got divorced. So these two things I got I did together after after BAMF experience and which like and then I started to be have like my composer kind of like a more composer life like afterwards. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let me know if this is too personal because I can totally edit it out. Um I've also gone through a divorce fairly recently and I have found that it is so much easier to tap into my uh, creative and inspiring side of myself now that I'm not in this marriage any longer. And probably one of the things that kind of uh, really pushed me into that divorce was that was that search for myself. And and finding actually who I was um, as a as a self identity, like outside of of being this person's wife. Did you find any sort of similar experience with that, or you can just decline not to talk of, to, no, no, to no, talk about that? Too. I, I mean, my my album is is highly personal. So I mean, kind of like when I share that album, is 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 a really highly personal kind of like story in that that album. So I don't mind at all because my my life and music is completely just 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 come together. So there is no just just it's my music. The music is my express of expression of life. So yeah. So I mean, divorce was a very very important part of my music. The start of my musical adventure. I almost feel like it's. I, I mean, it's 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 like like what you say, like kind of like what I where I was like before. It was just it was just different. After, then I was like just I I feel just like there I was look seeing kind of there's a light kind of like I, if I'm going to open a door, to to carry on the journey mm. which I like which is the me which is different from the marriage and that's kind of i mean just in in a way kind of like a i i was like playing classical music for for like a 30 years like a, and then never just like and then afterwards to change so much direction that's that's just like a so much change kind of like in, in me which cannot sustain in, in the marriage because i i need to i need to change at that time and I, I i need to explore about where who i am and where i was and so like it's it's nothing even kind of to do with whether this person is right or not it's just at that moment i just need to have a big space to explore where where i was at that time i don't know if that's any overlap with your with your story yes that feels that that feels very true yeah yeah i get that a lot so Help me out with the timeline. What when, what year were you um, the artist in residence in Banff? Um, I think it's 2017. Yes, the end of 2017. Yeah. And then you came home. You're based in London, right? Yes. Were you living in London at this time too? Yeah. So, um, yes, I was like in Cambridge, Bristol. I, I moved to Europe since like 14 years ago. I originally from Taiwan. And so like, uh, and I was in Germany in Berlin as well, kind of as well as Cambridge, Bristol. But at that point, after Banff, I moved to London. So yeah. Was it then that your 
I mean, you can't pinpoint one exact moment, obviously. But when did you start to shift from performer to composer? When did that identity shift happen for you? I mean, in a way, it's still quite together as a performer and composer because I, I mean, I, I do compose something which I don't perform, but the, the majority of thing I currently compose is still kind of like really, really combined with my performer nature where I I play on the piano or even like for I also compose electronic music now so I still kind of like a, compose like on the electronic music and so but I, it's also about playing so I, I think it's these two things are still very closely together and that, I mean I don't even think we need to just separate that so much okay so you don't they're they're kind of of equal weight yes. and importance for you yes I love to ask composers about their process because I am not comp- composition is not where I where my creativity lies. I really like to be the interpreter of what somebody else has already written. Um, that's that's where I really love to do, and that's where I think my my talents are. And so, people who have talents in composition and who are able to, in my mind, just create things out of thin air that it just it just blows my mind. So I would love to know your process. And I'm talking about like as much as you can from when from the start of composition, or maybe even the start of like an inspiration for your composition to finished product. Like how does that all come about? One thing is like I'm 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 very highly kind of like inf- just like easily to be influenced by other music. So I kind of like try if I want to compose like something, I try not to listen to too many things like uh, in a recent period because like uh, I just just it, it's really and I, I'm not kind of like a, a kind of a musician who listen to the music all the time because it, I I I absorb so too easily. I might just like copy other people's music without kind of like even noticing about that. So that's a little bit dangerous too carry on listening but so but occasionally if there's some meaningful thing for example if my friend share me like some music and then just like in some context and then in next few months i might have like something which is really there's some some something from from those things but just like not so not 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 coping but just like having a little bit similar style so i'm I'm really highly kind of like easily to be influenced by other music and in terms of like the process i think there's a there's a lot of different process for me some sometimes music just 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 come and i can just like play on the piano there's just something which is which is which is good which become like a really good music like very quickly and sometimes I hear the music and even in the dream. <laughs> that sounds a little bit weird, but I, I, I have melodies like in a dream and so kind of like, and I do. And then also, oh, I, I believe one thing. If I play on the piano, I, I'm not like kind of like a composer who will just like, okay, record or something because I have like a idea. I want, I try not to forget it, but because I believe if I forget about one melody or one thing easily, and then that's not going to be very good. So I, I believe like, uh, so if I have like, uh, mm-hmm. if I play something I need to, I'm not going to record this or whatever. I, w- I wait until tomorrow if I still remember that. If I still remember that, I think there is something there. If I don't, then I just, let's just move on. There is different melody <laughs> we can do. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All so, right. So you're, yeah. so you're struck by it. Sometimes it comes to you, but usually like in an isolated way, not 
you're, you seem to be pretty careful to try not to be influenced by things you hear, but but really like internally. Yeah, I mean, I, I, but the the thing is like because I'm so easily to be influenced, so like it's still kind of influenced by a lot of like different styles, like but just like because it's too easily. So I mean, I used to kind of like compose something because like by copying somebody's music, I have no idea I copy because I just randomly hear that. So that that's the reason. But it's not really just the internal, but because because I try to prevent copying other people's music, that's why. I try to kind of stay a little bit more internal. Yeah, but it's just like, it's it's kind of, as I say, sometimes come very naturally and sometimes I need to work on it quite closely. But I found, I mean, sometimes I feel, oh, maybe sometimes something come more naturally will become better, but it's, it's actually not some, I mean, either way can be, for me, can be really good music, but it's just like, a, but there's just a different process. Some Sometimes it's just, easier sometimes it's more difficult i have no idea why but that's just the case yeah wow fascinating all right so once you have this melody this thing that's stuck around however it's gotten there and it's in your head what's the next step um just play around play around every, every composer i interviewed says that and every single one of you says that and i want to know more like do you <laughs> you just you you play it at the at the piano and then are you improvising on it are you trying to like challenge yourself with a counter melody i just i it's it's a it's something that i just don't understand oh. <laughs> with just playing around and i want to know more about yeah 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 no but i think I I I I mean I I mean there are many different kind of style of music and I I I think you you play a little bit of my track so I my music I I think I love melodies I I think I mean there's a lot of like a kind of like a, the minimalism or something like people there's just no melody but I love melody I I think melodies a good melody is really important so I I I work on melody yeah. so there might be something coming for some some natural like one thing but then i will i'll really just like uh, once i i yes I, I i like to just improvise a little bit first but then i might go away and then to just really think about this and think about just just sing like kind of like this melody and until i i got the really good one so which i define as i don't forget it <laughs> like because i think this is because the melody is good and i, I don't forget it and so and I like rich harmony. I like a really kind of like a just not static har- harmony. I like different kind of like harmony. So, so I will also work on the harmony to kind of like to, to do this. So, yeah, but but it's kind of like a, there are some music which is like this kind of process where I I think about melodies, think about the harmony. But there are really some music I have no idea why it just come and very it's just really really quickly. For example, I have like one just like a one music. It, it's really fun. It's a ping pong music. I I just like because I during pandemic time I was so bored in the room, so I just put a lot of ping pong balls 
in my piano. And when I play the piano, the ping pong balls just jump. And then I was just like, I'm just really, really happy. So I just like play the play some music to see how to make the the ball jump higher. So that's kind of like my game. It sounds a bit sad, kind of like just being in a room and then just playing with the people. But that, that was really, really fun. And so I was just like play, and that that piece comes so quickly. Like kind of like within one or two hours, that the 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 entire piece comes. And so kind of and then with the playing of the ping pong. So sometimes it's come very really hours. Oh, that's so cool. So I loved that video. Of just because you because you have a uh, the full track on on YouTube and I'll post that on the show page the 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 link to that track. But there's something about the melody and the visual together of these ping pong balls jumping off of the off of the strings that is just first of all so incredibly joyful and fun and playful and also kind of like what you alluded to that like oh my god here I am going crazy. In lockdown, and there's this kind of like trying not to lose your grip on reality, and like, oh, uh, let's just see what happens when I throw a bunch of ping pong balls on the piano, you know. And I, I love that contrast because the music reflects both that like I'm still happy, and oh boy, I'm I'm going nuts here all by myself, and I I love that dichotomy that you present. Yeah, totally. Like、uh, that's kind of like a is is really I mean is is really sincerely fun and、uh, kind of especially like the process when I was doing it was it was just it was just a really fun piece and a very sincerely fun piece, and、uh, I mean then there are some other piece which is like、uh, just sad because I mean if we go a little bit further into this album I just released like、uh, last month it's just like、uh, this is where I I composed during the pandemic time the music so I might. My mood really go up and down. I think kind of I played this like a、uh, this album like in some con- like many live concerts already, and then I share the story with the audience. And in general, I feel it's it's actually with everybody is is similar. Just like people, the mood go up and down. So it's not like kind of like always、oh, just because you can't stay sad for too long. <laughs> so like kind of sometimes you need to be suddenly happy or something. Just do whatever thing to make you happy, and then kind of. But it also can't be happy for too long time, and then it's become. I, I think it just, 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 just much more up and down. Yeah, and then sorry, I come back for like a, a general composition process. I think one thing very important is like,、um, I my music is is my story. So like I I basically just like need to have story in order to have music. So not I I just like I don't believe in. I I think arts just I because I also do theater and so kind of music I I really firmly believe it's about just uh in terms of like、uh, what we experience in life and what we want just like、uh, the the heart what we really want like、uh, kind of like to express just I mean it's the same as playing existing music as well as like composing or creating new music but you you really want to do that and then that's kind of a certain part of your life which kind of like give you resonance about some work and then you do that instead of like just like a machine kind of like oh I just like、uh, 
compose this, compose that, compose that. I mean, there are also this com composer, but I am not. I kind of like I really my my art works ex expression of my life and, and just like and I so during pandemic time it was really rich because there is like up and down different kind of emotion every day. So that's kind of like there's album coming out after that, which is a bonus. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So let's let's talk about that album. Um so it's a uh, song from my room and this was released in just really recently in July. Yes. Which is the, and this is your first album? Um that, that's my first like um my own compositions album. So I've have like my previous one was like uh, sorry just like uh, to to get in my previous one was almost about composing. My previous one was like a carnival for animals where I transcribe a lot of like a uh, music for animals like the whole so like and that was transitioned but this one is my first like a uh, original album when during the course because i assume a lot of these compositions started to come about fairly naturally just due to the nature of the pandemic and being isolated can you kind of remember the point of being like oh i could do a whole album of these songs and put them together was there or was that the plan from the beginning no, there wasn't planned at all. So at the beginning, it was just like, uh, like what I said in Pimon music, just to entertain myself or to express myself. It's really literally just like reflecting about where I was. I mean, I was that it was like diary for me to just to do. And also, I think many people experience a similar thing, which is like uh, during pandemic time, you're suddenly just more free. <laughs> Just like there's just like and it's it's quieter, it's more free, and then you got suddenly have more time and space, and so like at that time I just start to just just have more space to just really really play the piano and then just to the music to to reflect. So like what I say, I think the unintentional thing normally become the best thing because there there's no like I, I wasn't kind of push myself to make a to to create an album or something it was just coming really organically and I, I'm I'm I mean this is highly meaningful for myself like this this album is kind of and this just like a, it's a very very personal story for the whole experience of like during pandemic time and but and I'm really happy when I share to live audience when I play the music and then when I talk about because that that's literally I will start from March 2020 that's the first months of pandemic and in that moment kind of like I feel London is like so quiet and I feel that this is the first time London was so quiet so I have a London night composer and April 2020 that start to so so literally every month there's like a one song like a come into a shape of that and towards like a later kind of like until like September when I feel wow that's actually really lovely music what I have come out like in the previous months and I decide to put that as an album you were talked about that you've played your album live so like have you have you been doing kind of an album tour uh yes I play like uh, many kind of I mean few not not so many yet kind of like a few kind of like concerts live for, for this album and that's that's really really lovely to to share people for because I will talk about kind of like it just happened just like it's basic 2020 March to September and so like is and then there are stories like with that and then and people have really strong resonance about so which is just like and I feel oh I was just playing this in my room but when I share to people actually this is a quite a collective feeling 
for that period of time. I don't think we ever have this kind of a collective feeling just like uh, in this particular time, like uh, in life, just everybody is have this kind of like a just weird experience and highly similar between people in a way. Yeah. I mean, of course, different people have different like uh, stories, but just like uh, there's some general kind of like lockdown and like how just people, yes. Yeah. That must be so rewarding in its own way to know that what you created, even though it was on your own, you were actually still creating something that was part of like the collective experience. Yes, totally. Um, I don't know if you've listened to other episodes where I interview composers. I, I call I call this series my not dead composers series because I think just like living composers is so it sounds really pretentious to me. I don't know. So um, but I really like to ask all the composers that I interview, like what other not dead composers should we be listening to right now? Who are who are people that we should check out? Who are people that you like to check out? Um I mean, there there are a lot of like, uh, just like, um, I I mean, one I I love jazz music very much. Lots of facts, my like um, piano composition, like really much. So I just like for just like uh, Keith Jarrett. I mean, he's still alive, but he's a little bit old, kind of like. But he has a lot of like, uh, he's young, younger. But he is one of the biggest influence on my on on my music. I found him like his music just really, really. Is just really really beautiful, yeah. So and there are beautiful. like a, some yeah. There are some some other like kind of like um. I mean now I need to I need to look at. I I have a I have a, like a playlist kind of like on my Spotify and I wish <laughs> I'm going to check it out for like uh, the music. I like that's all basic like uh, I like so yeah. Ryuchi Saka Sakamoto. So how do you how do you, I mean I don't I don't speak Japanese so it's a little bit difficult to pronounce Ryuchi okay. Sakamoto, yes. So that's also like I like okay. very much, and I think I I mean also some but I mean in general I like quite old music so like kind of like a, so Nina Simone is all, I also like her very much and I like Radiohead I I like Beatles as well so just like all different kind of like music. If people want to find you. They look at Spotify is probably the best place to start. Or do you have some Instagram handles? Uh, what what other what other social media stuff can we get from you? Yeah, so every handles, of course, like Instagram and YouTube is probably kind of like the easiest. So Instagram, so I'm like I'm I'm Anting Pig. So there's a Anting plus Pig. So at Anting Pig, that's why. But you can find me on Anting. So the reason I'm called Pig because like my I I was called. Ending pig since I was like 12 years old because people think I look like uh, the Winnie the Pooh, the, the piglet. Like, like they think there's a, some similarity of my face <laughs> with that. So people call me Ending Pig. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, so, but, I, yeah. that's cute. That must be, that, that must have been an interesting nickname to have at certain times. But yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I mean, I never really mind. I think I think it's quite cute. I like I like being anti pig, so that's okay. So I still continue using that. So you can see, so you can see I'm okay with that. And that is our show for today. My deepest thanks to Anting Pig, excuse me, Anting Cheng for her time and her exciting stories. Her handles, as well as a link to her ping pong dance YouTube, will be on the show page. 
Our theme music is composed by the legendary Thomas Barber. Check out more of his stuff at thomasbarber.com. Web development support is provided by the inimitable Tina at citybeautifuldesign.com. Keep Classical Weird is created and edited by me, Casey Bozell. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, and by email at keepclassicalweird at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Stay safe and stay weird.